Hello again. You're listening to the News at One. Teachers' unions have welcomed an announcement by the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, to suspend a controversial plan for leaving certificate students to sit paper one of their English and Irish examinations at the end of fifth year. The TUI and the ASTI said the plan, due to come into effect next year, was educationally regressive and would have increased pressure on students. Minister Norma Foley says she's listened to concerns raised in recent months and has decided against pressing ahead with the change for now. We'll talk to the Minister in just a moment. But first, TUI General Secretary Michael Gillespie said engagement was now required on reform of the senior cycle. There was a whole range of problems that, you know, the the curriculum was designed uh, for a two-year programme with a terminal exam, although Irish does have second components of assessment already. Um, We felt that just trying to... you know, panel beat that into an exam at the end of fifth year was not suitable. I think we can get on now with, uh, you know, positive consultation. You know, the practitioners, the students, every all the stakeholders need to be involved in this. Uh, and we can try and move forward with, with an agreed senior cycle reform. Uh, there's not going to be any quick fixes to this. Uh, senior cycle um, does need to be reformed, but it needs to be reformed in a positive way and that is fair to everybody. General Secretary of the Teachers Union of Ireland, Michael Gillespie. Well, joining us here in the studio is the Minister for Education, Norma Foley. You're very welcome to the programme. Thank you, Thank you for coming in. Um, this plan to hold the uh, Paper 1 English and Irish exams at the end of fifth year was part of a series of reforms you announced uh, just at the end of March last year. And we'll talk about uh, some of those in just a moment. But first of all, the decision in relation to these fifth year exams, where did that come from? Well, I think in in the first instance, I I think we need to give it its context and acknowledge, and you're quite correct, there are a whole series of measures in terms of senior cycle. And it's important also to note that much progress has been made in, in, in terms of many initiatives for senior cycle. We're already seeing reform. So, for example, our Leaving Certificate vocational programme is now available to all students. Yeah. The Leaving Certificate Applied programme, students now have the opportunity. Yes, I, know I will come to that, but your, your, your but announcement today is that your, your intention a year ago to go ahead with these fifth year exams in English and Irish is now for the moment being, being abandoned. It may come in later, but for the moment it's not going to happen next year. I'm just curious to know where the idea originated. Uh, if I, so if I could just finish just in terms of the LCA programme, which students now have the opportunity to um, to take um, from the established leaving certificate as well. So, And there are many other initiatives as well, specifically in terms of uh, the paper ones at the end of fifth year for English and Irish. Um, again, that was an interim measure distinct from senior cycle, but as an interim measure, um, I think there has been general agreement and consensus around the need to uh, lessen, if you like, the, um, the assessment load on students. And we've heard this time and time again from the EU Committee on the Rights of the Child. Um, we've seen it also, for example, the Joint Committee on Education heard, held a number of hearings and again, consistently coming through the hearings there was the need to uh, lessen the load in terms of assessment. But and this, indeed, specific, this specific plan, what was the genesis of it? And, and, and I'm, I'm just, if I could just finish in relation to that. And so um, we've also seen international best practice where the, the assessment load is 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 over two years, for example, the International Mm. Baccalaureate. We also have it as part of our Leaving Certificate um, applied. So bearing in mind, I suppose, the wisdom from so many who are in the system recognising the need to spread the load uh, of assessment, the step as an interim measure, Mm -hmm. as I say, distinct from senior cycle reform itself, but the interim measure was uh, proposed to, um, to move the paper ones restructured, reimagined paper ones yeah. at the end of fifth okay. year. So, However, you're, you're, as a consequence of engagement, and there has been engagement, okay. and I'm very glad that um, 
Uh, Michael Gillespie and others acknowledge there has been consistent hmm. engagement. It has been brought to um, to the fore by many of the partners in education in terms of the impact of, of COVID on the particular students, most notably the present TY students. Yeah. And but we knew that, that we knew that a year ago. We knew about well, COVID a year ago. Well, in fairness, I I think we're we've been conscious, obviously, of the impact of on co- of COVID on our students. We've introduced a number of measures, but it's only when they're actually in the education system that the inspectors have had an opportunity see, to evaluate yeah. that impact. You see, so you said we're, you said for the okay. additional time to, to review. The, but what the, you the said proposal. last year was that the reforms we were proposing were, and I quote, based on extensive research conducted over four years. Now, indeed. who carried out the research into this plan for a fifth, fifth year exams and what did it say? Well, indeed, I'm uh, just, I, and I've already referenced that, much of the work, okay, uh, in terms of senior cycle reform has been on the back of engagement, consideration from experts in the field nationally and internationally. Mm-hmm. We're looking at international best practice, for example, as I've said, international baccalaureate, where the exams are staged over two years. We look at our own Leaving Certificate Applied programme where the exams are staged over two years and we also listen and listen very clearly as I say to the EU Committee on the Rights of Children. We listen to the Joint Committee and the hearings that they have um, conducted and mm. all of that is telling us that there is an opportunity to lessen the load. And so you it, was remember, a good, it was a good you, plan you still insist? But uh, no, uh, If I could just say one of the key components for senior cycle reform has mm. been to embed well-being to empower the students to um, to give up their best in an exam situation and and, and that remains the, 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 the focus. However, and I, I will acknowledge it and I think we've acknowledged it in society, COVID has had an impact, mm. not just in education but across a wider field and so we take cognizance of that and we move forward in terms of seeing it was described, know, what opportunities It was described as a, as, a, as a measure to ensure a positive impact on students as soon as possible. Other Indeed. reforms will take longer. Were you actually, Minister, looking for an early win here? It was rushed, it was ill-considered. No, I think we were looking at everything in the round and I, as I've previous, previously articulated we are already moving in the direction of senior cycle reform. I've mentioned the LCA programmes, I've mentioned Leaving Certificate Vocational Programme. For example, our students who take, uh, students with additional needs who take uh, an L1 and an L2 at junior cycle do not have an equivalence at senior cycle. Already a body of work But where there. stands the, the credibility of your reform plans, Minister, when you've had to abandon uh, at the first hurdle one that you announced uh, 11 months ago? Well again, I think you need to look at it in the round and I've already listed for you the number of um, steps that we've already taken in senior cycle and for example we've taken two other significant steps today in terms of announcing the delivery board who will have oversight in terms of senior cycle reform and that will include people like Tanya Ward of the Children's Rights Alliance, um, uh, Harold Hislop mm. a former Chief Inspector and we've also announced the Partnership Forum um, today so we've taken a number of very positive steps and again in terms of the Paper 1 that so was a short term interim measure okay. where we said I'm that we will take take additional time to look at the potential right. Are you there. handing over responsibility to this, to, to this delivery board then? Is it going to be their job now? Is, 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 is political oversight if you like been pulled back? No, not at all but I, I think we were very clear in March when we made the announcement that there would have to be uh, an implementation or a delivery board and that would have to have uh, appropriate individuals uh, who had oversight and if you like an account- mm-hmm. accountability mechanism and so they will um, have the opportunity to do that in conjunction with, as I say, the Partnership right. Forum which would be representative of the partner in education. Just before I let you go, one or two other matters. Um, COVID school closures. Now, I'm sure you've been reading what Professor Martin Cormack and the HSE's former lead on infection control, he was an advisor to Neffet during the pandemic. He's very critical uh, of the, the closure of schools during the pandemic. It wasn't a child-centred decision. There were vested interests pushing for, uh, for closure when other parts of society remain open. Is that a view that you would share? 
Well, I think, you know, during COVID, there was no road map came mm. with COVID. Um, we in the education sector did very uh, diligently abide by public health advice. And I want to say, I, I think in the education sector and in wider society, we were served well by public health advice. I recognise that on the NEFET there would be, I think there were more than 40 individuals. You might have mm. many different shades of perspective. And I absolutely respect the views of Professor Cormacan, but equally so, I believe uh, Professor Mary Horgan has come out with, with uh, different views. So, that's the nature of it. But I, I do think we were well served in terms of following public health advice. I think it gave confidence to the education sector and indeed to wider society. But I do think there is no harm, as has already been mooted and it will take place, the look back exercise in terms mm-hmm. of operations during COVID. And you, education should be well, front and centre I, I, I have no difficulty with a, a whole societal look back in terms of COVID. Just one final question. Your party colleague, Junior Minister Niall Collins, have been called from this lunchtime. We'll be hearing about it later in the programme to make a doyle statement in relation to a planning application. Um, should he go into the door? Should he make a statement? Should he answer questions? Well, I think in in, uh, in fairness to um, the Minister, he has already outlined a very significant statement where he has answered um, many of the queries that have been put to him and I, I welcome that. Um, um, I, I know him to be a very hard-working and proactive um, Minister of State and he has, at the first opportunity, he has made available all of the information via his statement and I'm sure he will have no difficulty whatsoever in answering any further questions that are put to him. Minister of Education, Norma Foley, thanks for talking to us on the programme. Thank you.